Welcome to the new Consider Yourself Hugged, a place for women. I'm Tammy. And I'm Michelle. And we'll be here every week to bring you conversations and tips on all sorts of topics for women. No lengthy intro as I've done in the past. Uh, Michelle and I have known each other for, gosh, I think over 20 years. I think over 20 years. Um, We'll reveal stuff about ourselves. I mean, not like weird stuff as time goes on. So please forgive like the hills and the valleys and the knocks in our audio as we navigate this new world for us of recording together. We promise it'll get better. Okay, thank you for spending time with us and on to the show. Do you feel like we talk about our worlds now before COVID? <laughs> Since COVID, before COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's harder now too. I mean, just kind of like, like with people working from home, there being like more people in the home at the same time. I mean, it's just harder to find that that quiet space or that that space to do the things. Amen for both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, it's just... So my three kids got Tim for Christmas. Um, It's something called Cameo. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you can... so, So celebrities or noteworthy people, I guess, will agree. They're part of this website called Cameo. And you can contact them and for a certain, you know, dollar amount, they'll record a message for you. And so there's all sorts of celebrities on there. And Tim likes this weird comedian called Piff the Magic Dragon. Uh, If anybody listening wants to look up Piff the Magic Dragon, he's funny for like 90 seconds. And then after that, it's just weird. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Well, he was on America's Got Talent. Okay. And then we went to see him in Irvine live at the Comedy Club. And I was pretty excited because when you're on America's Got Talent, it's very little short snippets. And Mm -hmm. it, it was dry, sarcastic humor. And it was funny. But for an hour... It was not funny, but Tim yeah. still thought it was funny. So they, they, they send him some information. He gets on video, and he records this Merry Christmas message to Tim. It was really kind of cool. That was their Christmas present. Well, then he got this free ticket for us to watch a Zoom. He does a Zoom. So there's like 250 people on this Zoom. We turned our camera and everything off. But it was so loud. And there was so many voices on this Zoom. And then they had this weird music. And then one person, like in my house, we were all watching it together, was on their phone. And two people, and I literally almost had to get up and leave. This, the, the sensory overload. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Tim enjoy it? He did. <laughs> okay. He, he yeah. did. Yeah. It, that's a lot. He did. A lot of, yeah. But I mean, I think too, I mean, just with my struggles with anxiety, it, that's a common thing, right? I mean, to just so many. Oh yeah, I'm very sensitive yeah. to sounds. Mm-hmm. Or that or that feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. with so much. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a lot of women, and then you have. You're working at home sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a different dynamic. Like I have never worked from home before, and so just getting used to that was different and I'm more like of an introvert personality wise so really? I really thought <laughs> right, right sarcasm yes yes but so I really thought I mean I thought I would just do really well with it but it's definitely a change I definitely miss that interaction like with people you didn't tell me that office. really yeah yeah I mean I do and um I'm thankful to to get to do it. I do feel like the safety 
of it is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful to get to do it, but yeah, I definitely miss the people I work with. I like the people I work with. And so they're going to be listening to this podcast, right? Oh. So you have to see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I do like, they know I like them. They know I'm I sure. Like them. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they like you too. I, I didn't know that though. I mean, I didn't know. And that, when I hear you say that, I was talking to a woman a while back who was almost in a state of depression because she was at home working and she just hated it. Um, and then I, who used to consider myself more of an extrovert, I've just become a hermit. Like yesterday, I was supposed to do a Zoom training for someone. I showered, put regular clothes on, fixed my hair, put on makeup, got everything set up, and he canceled. And the first thing that came to mind was, I got dressed for this. I put on makeup for this. I actually had to leave the house and go get a few supplies for this. Um, I've just, yeah, I've really just with kind of embraced this whole being alone thing. So like, it hasn't bothered you at all? Not one Really? Single. Yes. No. No. I know. Weird. So, but do you feel like you've stayed connected, though, to, to friends? Like, do you... Like, have people you talk to on a regular basis to where maybe you're not missing that interaction due to that? Or you just really have enjoyed the downtime? Yeah, I, I actually, you know, if my friends are listening, I mean, it's not that I don't miss you or love you, but no, I have not. In fact, I've had a few people, um, fight, it took a while because I haven't really been on Facebook hardly at all. You know, I stopped doing the podcast. I stopped getting on Facebook. Um, you're probably sitting here thinking, oh my God, I had no idea you were falling into a funk, but, um, but I don't, I, I don't have any desire to just do things on Facebook, but I mean, I'm not in a bad place or anything. I've just really, and part of it might be, part of it might be, so before COVID, you know, I was traveling and speaking and Tim was traveling and working. The kids weren't living at home. So when I was home, I had a structure, I had a routine, I had things that I did by myself, and now like all of that is gone. So it may just be that just sitting in my office working by myself is that alone time that I used to have. Okay, yeah. And it's it's just calmer. Things yeah. are calmer. So I don't really have any desire to, you know, we have five people in the house, like five grown people all doing different things in the house and it's it's busy and it's loud and I and I am blessed and happy that we've gotten to spend that time together but it's busy and it's loud there's never alone time so why would I go out and do other busy loud things right so maybe like you get that interaction like from your like family now where they were um not living in the home and now they are <gasps> I'm getting free therapy <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. That's what it was. I mean, just that little insight right curious, there. Because like like it's very interesting that you being an extrovert and me being an introvert, that that is kind of reversed what I would have thought would have happened with working from home. Yeah. That's why I was so surprised when you, I mean, you didn't say that you were just dying from it, but that you did miss. Oh, yeah. That it yeah. was. And it's not absolutely not terrible or anything like that. Yeah. I, I have missed the interaction. Are you surprised that you missed the interaction? Or did you think that you would? So I didn't think that, particularly because I thought it was going to be short term, I didn't think that I would notice <laughs> it short term. I mean, right? I mean, I, yes. Yeah. And so. 
I think I was surprised how quickly I noticed it. I'll say that. Hmm. Well, and I bet you all, because of what you do, you know, helping people who are going through crisis times, that probably draws you pretty close to the people you work with. Um, more so maybe than some other work environments. And I think that like the group right now that I work with, we have worked pretty closely together like since COVID started because um, we were in a group that immediately started working from home and other groups were. So I do think we're probably even closer due to from that. So, so and you've seen an increase, I'm sure, in the struggles people are having during COVID. Did, have you noticed, do you see all ages? You see mostly young people, don't yeah. you, at your yeah. But um, <clears throat> I can't really talk about, like... I know you can't talk about yeah. people. No, 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 no. I just wondered, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you just heard struggles that are COVID-related. Oh, well, I think across the board. I think everything yeah. from, like, news reports to, like, all the research, um, I mean, a couple that, like, the research studies you sent me, I think across the board, yeah, like, mental health is definitely, like, at the forefront. I think that... Um, the world has changed so much that, that yes, I do think people are, are struggling. I mean, and it's, it's across the board. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been a lot of financial changes mm-hmm. and just a lot of changes in family dynamics, like in terms of people moving back home or um, just mm-hmm. shifts in, in where... In, there's just so much change, I guess, would be the the way to, to put like it. Like, all of the things that used to be on surveys, um, well, still are probably, but, like, the uh, American Psychological Association does the Stress in America report every year. So all of the things <clears throat> that people would talk about that, that caused them grief or anxiety or worry um, are all happening at once. Money relationships, job security, family dynamics, all of the things that might happen to you one at a time or maybe not at all for a year or maybe, I mean, it's like all at once. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we, so when we, you and I talked like during this intro session, you know, I think our goal is just for, for women listening to know that we, we feel, you know, you're, struggles and the things that you're going through and but we talked months ago about doing this podcast and when was that was it like in the early fall or late summer it's been a while and now this is january 2021 oh yeah i think it was early fall i think it was early fall and we what we were our original intent so we thought this would just be a good story to sort of you know begin with because our series we're starting with the podcast is to talk about, you know, in 2021, mind, body, spirit, and relationships. Did I get that right? Yes. Mind, body, spirit. So we're going to... That's what I said, yeah. We're going to do those four sessions, like, separately, sort of a continuous conversation, and then we'll just kind of send those out to you one at a time. And then it, then we think what we're going to do then is to get some guests to further that conversation about mind, body, spirit, and relationships. And then whatever topics we think come from that, um, just things to help you with your, your overall well-being. But what prompted the conversation initially um, was something that happened to my sister. 
I'm, I hope I can even remember the details, but my sister, and she knows I'm going to talk about this story. She doesn't want to talk about it. Do you remember I asked her if she yeah, would yeah, share it? She's yeah. like, you can share it, but I'm not going to share it. Um, my sister, just like me, you know, we both have battled mental health issues over the years. So has my mother, so have all, practically all my family members. But she has struggled financially, and so she's on her computer one day, and she gets this message that pops up on Facebook Messenger, and it's from, she thinks, a friend of hers. The language seems correct, um, and so they start chatting, and nothing seemed weird. And then this supposed friend says to my sister, hey, I just got this grant, you know, with the pandemic going on. Um, I think you might qualify. And my sister, you know, it was just like, it targeted her exact pain. You know, when you talked about finances, her her husband didn't have a job. She, thank goodness, had her job. But so anyway, so she she goes to this site. I don't remember if she clicked on a site or how it went. She starts this conversation, and I think it was still on Messenger. Um, it's a hundred. Do you remember what I told? Like a hundred and twenty-six pages of trans. Yeah, it was about the hundred twenty-six, hundred twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, like like pages of transcript of what they're saying to each other, and I just I, I literally cried when I read it because this person, wherever this person was, man, woman, I don't really know, but my sister's saying things like, "Oh my gosh, you have no idea what a blessing you are. You saying I can get this money? It's going to help us so much. My husband's going to be so excited." So the conversation goes on, and then the person starts asking, okay, what you need to do is go get like a Visa gift card or an American Express gift card. And they go back and forth like this. So she goes and gets the gift cards and and takes screenshots or takes pictures of them and sends the pictures to this person. And then it needs to be more, and then it needs to be more. And as you're reading it, you're thinking, how did she not know? But I think it's important, like at this point, to, to point out that the original contact came from someone that she trusted mm-hmm. and um, that she really respected. And so I, I think that that probably changes the dynamic. It's not like someone she didn't know just out of the blue contacted her yeah. and asked her to start doing this stuff. This was someone she, she trusted and didn't realize that it wasn't that person. Yeah, and not only that, my sister's someone who doesn't do a lot on social media. So there was no, there was this, like, what's the word, naivete? Is that there? I mean, about her that she just was like, in fact, she said this to me, why would I not believe that she was who she said she, why would I not believe that? Right, right. Because she doesn't watch all the news reports about scams or yeah, so I'm I'm glad you, you know, brought that back up because she I think she the whole time she's probably that's coming back into her head. Well, this is my friend who sent me here. This is yeah. my friend. And there's a level of trust there that like she may have even had thoughts of, well, this seems a little odd, but then may have thought, but this person wouldn't steer me wrong or I mean it So yeah, I mean I think that that definitely is important information that makes me think we need to do a session at some point on trust yeah you know and sometimes why it's hard to trust but she trusted and so it it goes back and forth and when all is said and done she kept getting sent back even for I'm glad you said that at this point because they even asked her to go get iTunes cards gift cards and so again it would be like how could you not 
no. Well, again, it's like you said, it's the trust issue. And eventually she took and got one of those title loans for her car. And then she found out. So I think it was $2,000 later. And this, these, this is a family who does not have money. And so she was out $2,000. And of course she was devastated. She didn't tell me until after all this was over. <clears throat> we, were, we were in conversation about this a lot. So I don't remember how long after that it was. We, we told her to contact the sheriff. And so they took a report and they gave, she gave the sheriff the whole transcript. Well, at some point in the transcript, at the very end, when she realizes that it was a scam, she tells the woman, and in so many words, she was thinking about taking her own life if this is not going to work out. When the sheriff read that, they came to her house, handcuffed her. No, 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 no. See, it's been a while. I should have, I should have recollected this story before we start talking about it. They went to her work. And they were kind to her, but the sheriff um, brought her, said he needed to take her in, took her to the hospital, and then after she was there, what, it, like 10 hours? Yeah, I Something. remember saying it was a, like all day long. It was an all day long experience for her, yeah. She's in the ER. Her husband's not allowed to come in. COVID, COVID. And I don't know whether he would have been allowed to come in or not, but... She was angry, so she was yelling at them. Well, they decided she had like a 15-minute teleconference with the psychiatrist who said she needed to be taken to a psychiatric unit. They put her in handcuffs. She had on scrubs because she was getting ready to go to work at the school where she works. And as she's getting out to the car, her pants fall down. This is the experience that she had. They took her to the psychiatric unit. She was in there for... I don't remember, maybe 24 hours. And they were like, there was no plan for suicide. She wasn't suicidal. She said she was angry. She had not plotted it. She had not planned it. And so they they let her go. But this was her introduction to the way the world sometimes treats you. When, first of all, the, the trust and then the broken trust, um, not that the woman broke her trust, but believing something, losing so much of what you didn't already have financially feeling just like you've been the biggest idiot in the world then being violently (laughs) taken to a psychiatric unit and treated like a criminal and because before she turned over the transcripts like she did reach out to that person that she thought originally contacted her she did yeah and so that that's kind of how she became aware that that it was probably a scam and so, like, already, you know, trust-wise, she's not, and mm-hmm. of course not, like, that she mistrusts this woman, but the fact that, like, this whole thing was not what she thought mm-hmm. it was. So, yeah. So, we, we, you and I talked about that, and then, which just springboarded us in so many different directions as far as when you think about mind, body, spirit, and relationships you know, the mental health aspect of it and what was going through her head and how that escalated it. Her her physical symptoms of all of the things that she has going on were worsened. Her spirit, I know she was praying, you know, for, for her and for me and I think for you too, spirituality to us means, means Jesus and God and prayer. And there's part of her, I think, that was felt betrayed that way, you know, because... She'd been praying for a long time, and then this happened. 
and then the the relationships, the trust, the the what she felt was going to happen with her husband when he found out. I mean, it was just such an all encompassing experience. I mean, that's kind of how we processed it, wasn't it? Yes, and like I think that um, one of the key things that you had said when we had talked about this before was that at one point when she was first going in, she shared with you, when she was first going to the hospital, she shared with you that, you know, maybe, maybe she did need to go, maybe she did need um, she did to get some help. And then the experience just turned out so negative that it was a barrier for her getting, like, any kind of help that she needed because it just, you know, turned out, just went poorly it's difficult to know of course without being there at the situation exactly you know what everything looked like but I mean we we do know it did not turn out (laughs) to be a positive experience for her and so like I think that's like like when you you're very hopeful that something may have a positive result and then it ends up going so poorly Mm -hmm. like it's just even more of a heart heartache I think yeah, and it was it was like I had forgotten about that, so I'm glad that you remembered that she she did. She was like, "Well, maybe this is." I think she even said, "Maybe this is God's way of showing me that I need to go get some help." So to be that vulnerable, you know, and right. admitting that maybe it might be helpful to you, exactly, it was just devastating. Yeah, it was devastating to her. So we we really have a passion too for for. Just people who are just in these dark places and just need just need some lifting up, some help. So that's, yeah, looking at things that promote positive mental health and not negative yeah. <laughs> things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think her words were, "I will never go any place like that for help again." Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's not what we want. No, absolutely not. So you may not be in that, you know, you may not be in a deep, dark place. You might be in a deep, dark, dark place. You might just be um, wanting some encouragement for women. You might um, have some ideas of things that we can help you with. So um, that's where we wanted to start. And then we're going to take each of those things we talked about, mind, body, spirit, and Relationships. relationships and chat about each one of those. So, sound good? Sounds good to me. Fantastic, then. Uh, please pass our show link along to your women friends. Uh, subscribe, download, and review wherever you're listening. Uh, for now, we're staying with my website, tamiwest.com, so head over there to find the promised links and pictures and information. Um, if you're a woman, and, well, hopefully you are, you're listening to this podcast. Uh, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group, The Stress Club, please do that now. The link is in the show notes. Send us your comments, your questions, put them in the show notes. However you want to reach out to us, we are here to help. Thank you so much for returning, for listening, for growing our now special community of women. And until next time, ladies, consider yourself Thank you.